This podcast contains explosive content and polarizing views and opinions. Listen to discretion is advised. You have been warned. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Dead Behind the Eyes podcast. And of course, this episode of The Broadsheet. We've got a few weird ones today. We're going to be looking at the new monoliths, the new date for the end of the world, some of Donald Trump's dodgy deals, and should you tattoo your baby? Well, to hear about them, stay tuned and I hope you enjoy. Well, just quickly, if you enjoy the show, don't forget to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. It really helps me grow the podcast and just do better. Thanks. Hey again, what's good everyone? Of course, we'll start every program like we always do. Yes, my team lost again. The Jacksonville Jaguars lost again. This one, I mean, it was always going to happen. We were against Tennessee Titans and we got turned over. So, another happy week as being a Jaguars fan. And while we're on sport, we might as well just quickly cover the Formula 1. Of course, this was the last race of the season. It was at Abu Dhabi. What a fucking boring race. I mean, I always knew it was. I don't like Yas Marina. I think it's the most boring race of the season. Might even be more boring than Monaco. So good track for qualifying. Terrible track for racing. But Lewis was back from testing positive from COVID and missing the last race. I mean... He even said that he weren't doing too well when he come back. And in his interviews, he was still coughing and everything. So he's like, his lungs still weren't 100%. So I don't know why he didn't just, you know, step aside and let George have another go. I understand it's his seat and it's his choice to do whatever he want with it. At the same time, though, there should be a doctor saying to him, yeah, he probably need another week. And he didn't perform either. Yeah, he qualified third and finished third. Done nothing. The two Mercedes qualified two and three and couldn't do anything during the race. And Max Verstappen in the Red Bull won the race for the only second time this season and only the first time this season that a Mercedes car hasn't qualified in pole so hopefully that means that we could have a competitive year next year but let's get on to the news and I want to start with the monolith story that seems to be spanning I mean, it's just the whole of the end of 2020 has been monolith, monolith, monolith. There's been a new monolith found in El Paso in Texas. It appeared in a car park near the substation. That's a food shopping and entertainment complex in El Paso. There's a video of someone sort of like by the monolith giving it a tap. It's hollow and they say it's really light and probably easy to tip over. As soon as it was discovered, a load of people arrived in trucks. I think they were residents. And removed it. But that's not the only monolith m- news we have. We have a golden monolith appearing in Colombia. And this one seems to be claimed to be the master monolith, is what they're calling it. And the reason they say that is because all the other ones have been silver, like shiny and matted, but still silver. And this one is gold. It was just found standing in the field. And they say that there's no trace of how it got there. So obviously there's no tire tracks, no footprints. And we'll have to, uh, Keep an eye on this one and see if it disappears as quickly as all the other ones do. As we're talking about monoliths, and of course we've spoken before about that link to the 
possible UFOs, we'll go to this story with the news headline is Aliens struck a deal with Donald Trump. This was a claim from the former head of Israel's space program. And he claims that aliens have agreed a deal with Donald Trump for him not to tweet about them while they carry out experiments on Earth. And quote, they don't want mass hysteria, end quote. And this is all said by, like I said, the former head of Israel's space program, which is Professor Eshed. He also claims that aliens have a secret base on Mars where they meet US astronauts. It's mental that an alien would say to Donald Trump not to tweet about them. Even the extraterrestrials know that he's a fucking liability when it comes to Twitter and you need to keep him on reins. From one US president to another, we have Barack Obama, and this is also an alien story. He was doing an interview with talk show host Stephen Colbert, and Obama said that he asked top-ranking officials about the existence of aliens, but he did not give a direct answer during the chat, but he did give a hint that he knew the universe's greatest secret. Like, Stephen pounced on the fact he weren't given a direct answer and said, quote, all right, I'll take that as a yes, because if it was none, you'd say there was none. He went on to say, you just played your hand. I thought you were a poker player. You just 100% showed your river card. Obama then said, quote, feel free to think that. I mean, it could have just been Obama just having a joke. We know he's a bit of a prankster and a bit of a joker. But, of course, conspiracy theories and UFOologists have pounced on this and basically said that he's admitted that they he knows of aliens. Many believe the visitation of aliens would be catastrophic for all humans and would wipe us out, which moves us on lovely to the end of the world. According to Paul Begley, who's a Christian evangelist, he reckons the Mayans made a mistake and he predicts the end of the world on December the 21st of this year. And his proof for this is, I'll I'll read the quote, this is the quote, December 21st, 2020, during the Great Conjunction, when Jupiter and Saturn... December 21st, 2020, during the Great Conjunction, when Jupiter and Saturn come within 0.1 degrees of one another and create the brightest star in the sky since the Star of Bethlehem. It will be the closest Jupiter and Saturn have been since since 1623 and won't even come that close again for another 500 years. So this is so rare and it's going to be on the winter solstice. It's going to be on December 21st, 2020. The Mayans now reorganising and saying this could certainly be the end of the world as we know it. This isn't the first time that Pastor Begley has been out there with one of his doomsday prophecies. He likes to link passages in the Old Testament and the New Testament to sort of go along with this stuff and he often cites from the book of Revelation and he often cites from the book of Revelations now if anybody is into cults they know that most of them fight that most of them are founded on what is put in the book of Revelations on the other hand most scientists have agreed that the world is not coming to the end anytime soon that's always good to know really isn't it you know and there's loads of Loads of scientists basically mocking it all, saying, look, doomsday and the end of world prophecies are basically a daily occurrence and none of them ever come true. But somebody's got to be right. You know, even a broken clock is right twice a day. So we just have to wait and see. 
But another thing that can support maybe the apocalypse is something that's happened in Ontario in Canada. Now, there's been footage that's been released of a murder of crows. Now, a murder is, is the term for a group of crows. Just towering over like, several tower blocks and basically like blacking out the sky. There's so many of them. And according to the uploader of the video, the crows have been flying outside his apartment in Ontario for 14 hours. And in history, crows are often seen as bad omens, and like especially in the conspiracy world. Well, you know, this is some people are saying this is another sign of the apocalypse. So maybe old Bagley or Begley, he was, he might be onto something. You know, there's one conspiracy which I loved, and it said that the reason these crows were circling this apartment building was maybe because a mother has brought back their newborn son, and the son is actually the Antichrist. Right, moving away from UFOs and conspiracies, we have a mother of twins has tattooed one of them so she can tell them apart. She took to Reddit to ask users whether she was in the wrong for tattooing one of her boys. After she says her mother after she says her mother-in-law quote lost her shit. She says the reason she'd done it is because one of her twins, her twins were called Adam and Jack. Jack was born with a condition which required him to get an injection every week. So she decided to get him tattooed so she could administer the medicine to the right baby. She says what forced her to do this was she said she went back to work and her mother-in-law offered to babysit. But during that time, she accidentally injected Adam instead of Jack. To stop it from happening again, she said her doctor recommended a medical tattoo. A freckle no bigger than the end of a pencil razor, they say. This is supposed to be that in two or three years, when the babies develop some more like personal features, it will begin to fade. She said that the mother-in-law lost her shit. She said her mother-in-law lost her shit. But then she was like, okay then, right, find the tattoo. And the, mother -in and the mother-in-law basically stripped both babies, was like, mm, there's no tattoo. And then the mother pointed... Uh, and the mother... And the mother then pointed it out, and the mother-in-law was like, well, that's just a freckle. She said, well, that's my point. And exactly, you know, Adam doesn't have that freckle, so that's how daycare can tell them apart. She says, quote, she's still, she's still pissed and ranting. I mean, I can sort of get both sides of the story, but if you're going to put a fake freckle, there must have been a real freckle there somewhere that wasn't the same, to just use that. But at the same time, you need it to be distinctive so other people can tear it apart. I mean, when I first saw this, I was like, what the fuck? A mother has tattooed their child. But then it's a medical tattoo. But then just because you could... But then again, just because you put medical in front of something, don't necessarily make it right. But on Twitter, she seemed to be getting support. Now, one, one person said, quote, I'd rather tattoo my kids with Barney the dinosaur on their whole body than risk messing up the medicine then risk messing up the medication. And another said, quote, it's literally a fake freckle. It's not like you gave him a full sleeve of pinup girls and, mus and muscle cars. It's definitely a weird one. And I don't know which side of the fence I lie on, but, you know, when you're looking at this in the news article, the mother states that, quote, he was never in danger, referring to Adam, is a very slow-acting medication that, at worst, would have given him diarrhea in a few days. Mother-in-law was beside herself. That's the end of the quote. I mean, I know you can't be constantly giving the, the wrong baby the medication, but it weren't like a case of if I inject the wrong baby, I'm going to fucking have it dead within a couple of hours. 
So just maybe take a bit more care. Oh, here's, here's one maybe. Dress one of them in, say, blue and one of them in green. Oh, it's the green baby's time to have a shot. There's plenty of other ways to distinguish. Put a bracelet on one of them. Put a necklace on one of them. No, not a necklace. They're going to strangle themselves. Put a bracelet on one of them. Put one of those, like, medical bracelets around one of their ankles. That might be something that's a little bit better than maybe tattooing them. There's been so... I can think of so many other ways of distinguishing twins apart than a freckle. Because that could be just we completely missed as well. You know, you tell the daycare, oh, it's the one with the freckle. And like when it comes around to doing it, they, they could just go, oh, what, did they say it's the one with the freckle on their hand or the one without the freckle on their hand? Oh, fuck, I don't know. But if you say, oh, it's the one that's got the medical tag on their ankle. Oh, yeah, shit, we can't mess that up because they've got a medical tag on their ankle. Fucking hell, people, I just don't understand what goes through people's head. Like, I can see why you would have something like that, but at the same time, there's so many other options. But talking of multiple options, a tradesman decided to go with the second option and take a shit in someone's house. So this is the story of a homeowner who was left furious after she discovered that a group of tradesmen that she had hired to renovate her house had all shit in her new toilet. Nadia, who's the homeowner, from Sutherland Shire in Australia. Now, I don't know if I'm saying that right. I don't know whether the Australians say Shire or Shire. Like, if that was in, in England, we'd say Sutherlandshire. But I don't know if they're saying Sutherlandshire. Anyway, she says that they, quote, took the virginity of her brand new toilet. She had organised for them to have, like, a portable toilet outside. But they just decided to use her new one indoors. So everyone likes having a shit inside. No one wants a shit in a portaloo. She says she knew what they had done after she discovered evidence that they had left in the bowl. She was forced to wash the toilet twice. So... The builders had left shit stains all over her brand new toilet. She left a note and she posted that note on Facebook. And this is what the note reads. Dear tradesmen, the toilets in this house are not rightfully yours to use. We are paying for an outdoor toilet for your use. Not only did you take the virginity of our toilets, but you disrespectfully ignored the seal sign, ripped the tape and continued to use it. That's the end of the note. She says that it was, quote, a criminal act. Oh shit, no, there was more to the note. Sorry. So after it says, but you disrespectfully ignored the seal sign, ripped the tape and continue to use it, it can continues. This is the second time I'm cleaning your shit from this toilet. This is a criminal act. Please don't do this again, Nadia. Someone deserves, like, joke of the year, maybe. Because they commented on the post and they wrote, why doesn't anyone know how to floss the toilet after they've had a shit? Now, hopefully... Everybody is replaying that in the head with a Scottish accent. Why doesn't anyone even know how to flush a toilet after you've had the fucking shit? It wasn't me. Well, it was fucking one of yours. Disgusting. I think that's it for all my news articles. Have I got anything else to talk about? It's Christmas. Got that talk about it's Christmas. Not feeling very Christmassy. Don't know about anyone else. But really couldn't give a flying fuck about it this year. Might just sleep through it all. Hibernate. Hibernate for Christmas. Hashtag. One thing I might actually do there is just play Cyberpunk 2077. Bought that the other day. Quite good. Quite good. I haven't played a lot of it because my PC kept overheating. And I actually have to have an external fan blowing. I'm about to take the panel off my PC 
and having an external fan blowing over it. It's not the GPU that's going, it's the CPU. I think there might be a bug in the game. Never had a problem before with the CPU overheating, and it shouldn't really be being used, because it should be a very GPU-intensive game, so I'm not really sure what's going on. But with the external fan blowing into the PC, I'm able to play it. It keeps temps down, and yeah, it's good. I won't talk too much about it, because it's a relatively new game, so I won't spoil it. But if you've got a PC and a graphics card that can play it on a high preset, and I managed to play it on 4K Ultra, I've got an RTX 3070. Not having RTX on, I don't really see the point of it. It don't really add that much to it. But if you're able to have it on a on Ultra preset, it looks a good game. I've seen it played on a PS4 Pro, and it looks fucking shit. It's definitely not a game that was made for them, unless you're playing it on the PS5 or the Xbox Series X, that's what it's called. There's really no point. Or a high-end PC. I don't think I've got anything else to talk about. Yeah, I think that's basically it. I hope you enjoyed. hope you've, I've made you laugh, maybe a little bit. Maybe even a smile, that might be quite nice. If you want to have a chat with me, to just, I know, tell me how much of a twat I am, or say that you do actually quite like the show, or to have a go at me that I've got something wrong, or just your opinion on any of the news articles that we have, you can do so. You can message me on Instagram, DM me, at Dead Behind the Eyes Podcast. You can also, you know, contact me on Facebook, at Dead Behind the Eyes. If you want to be a bit more intimate, get down and dirty with me personally, then you can just send it directly to the email of the show, which is dbte.podcast at gmail.com. Well, you can tell this is, I've had a few episodes of doing that, haven't you? So that is the first letter of Dead Behind the Eyes, dbte.podcast at gmail.com. Cucumba. Cucumba. What is going through my head? I don't know. A bit tired. I think I might be going a bit crazy. So this has been episode of the broadsheet on the dead behind the eyes podcast join me next monday for another episode of the broadsheet or join me on friday not or or and we say and and join me on friday for the next installment of the star wars series i don't know if people are getting bored of it i haven't got any feedback saying people are bored of it if you are then you know say and i'll make this the last one and not just do so i was planning on doing the last film of the saga and then doing one more episode about all the other sort of media that's out there just a quick one but if people tell me you know move on it's shit then i will just do friday's one and move on to something else so as i said before this has been the dead as i said before this has been the dead behind the eyes podcast i've been your host william robbins i also wrote and produced this show Music was by Adam Vitovsky and Darren Curtis. Just Google either of them, but Darren Curtis music or Adam Vitovsky music, they do some great royalty-free music that you can just use, whether commercially or non-commercially. So I hope everyone have a good Christmas, even though we'll see you before Christmas again. Just have a happy week and stay safe. See you later.